Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of I'm Into It. So I wanted to pop in here just in the beginning and kind of preface this episode. So this is a little bit of a different episode just because obviously I am having a guest, which, you know, normally I never have guests, but I really, really want to do episodes like this where I talk to people and I I want them to have a platform to share parts of their life and experiences in their life um, just in a longer form like on this podcast. I really want to branch out and meet different people that really have a really good story Um, and that's kind of what I want this podcast to be surrounded by. Obviously, I love the solo episodes but I really wanted to start to incorporate some guests that I feel like are really powerful and Louisa is one of them so I'm going to kind of give you a little background on her but she is really going to run down her whole life in this episode. I really love this episode um, and I think it's great. But if you guys don't know who Louisa is, she is my little technically from my sorority. Um, She is someone I met her freshman year of college and we have just continuously stayed friends and I feel like I am somewhat of like a mentor to her in a way in life and I really just feel like I've seen her through so many different phases and she really has so much to her and so many different stories and like she shares so much um, in this episode um, and she even has like so much more to share so if you guys love Louisa um, definitely let me know so that I can have her back I think another episode would be great but I also wanted to pop in here in the beginning of of this episode and give a um, trigger warning to anyone who deals with um, eating disorders or depression and suicide. Um, I haven't had this on a podcast yet, but I felt like incorporating it with Louisa would be a really powerful and impactful way. Um, there's not graphic like detailed talk of either one of these things but I want you guys to know beforehand listening to the episode we do cover both of those topics Um, and while it might be hard to listen to I think that it's really powerful and I think that it's amazing that she felt comfortable sharing these things um, on the podcast so I appreciate you guys listening I hope that you guys enjoy this episode as always I have a video version I also have an Instagram so whatever feedback you guys want to leave me you guys can go comment on my youtube um, or you guys can comment on instagram as well as leave a review Um, i know louisa has a very thick accent so some things might be a little bit hard to understand but i hope that you guys really get a lot from this episode and yeah let's get into it okay hello louisa Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to I'm Into It. Um, this is Lou's first prod- podcast. So she's nervous and she said it's like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> she's so nervous. I'm nervous. Okay, I don't want you to think of it like it's an interview though. It's not an interview. It's, it's just, just it's just a talk. It's just a conversation. Um, I spoke to Lou a little bit before I wanted her on the podcast, just kind of telling her like what I wanted her to share with you guys because I feel like you guys see her in vlogs you guys see her on like all of these different things but she has like so much to I feel like you have so much to you and people don't often see that and I wanted to give you like a longer platform which I feel like podcasting is a much longer platform to be able to like really see kind of how someone is so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today but for anyone who doesn't know you I would like you to kind of like introduce yourself, say your name correctly, because I think a lot of people don't know how to, people don't know how to pronounce your name and they don't actually even know what your last name is. So I would like you to 
introduce yourself, kind of say like your age, where were you born, things like that. Um, just kind of give us a little rundown. Well, my name's Luisa, um, Luisa Pinedo. A lot of people don't know how to say the Pinedo, which is completely fine. Um, that's why I changed my username to PU, just in case. Um, but I am currently 20 years old, almost 21, finally. And I was born and raised in Brazil until I was 16. And then I decided to move to America to live with my mom. Which I think a lot of people think you're a lot older than you are. Yes, I a think, lot. Yeah. yeah, on Instagram, I think you look a lot older. Do Brazilians typically look older? Yeah, I mean, Brazilians are just like very premature. Like, you know, like they start things very early. So like I was putting a full face at like 12. Okay, so yeah. not not what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not what we're doing in America. So I kind of want to talk about, so you were born in Brazil. You were raised in Brazil until you were 16. And then you came over to America. I mean, obviously, I know, like, the story of you coming over yeah. here and deciding. You don't have to do a full, like, rundown on that. Mm -hmm. But kind of, I would love for you to talk about where or when you made up your mind and kind of, like, how that process went for you. Because I think we've talked about this. There were so many ideas you yeah. had of America and so many things that you thought of America. Yeah. That, <laughs> and I think a lot of people also think you were born here and, like, raised yeah. here in the yeah. States, when which I is so weird. I'm Brazilian, they're like, wait, really? I'm like, could you not tell? That, like, <laughs> Her accent not? is yeah. really thick. Oh, my God. People are going to hear my accent. Yes, I actually. <laughs> like, straight up. I wrote down in my notes. Literally, <laughs> I wrote down in my notes, say something in Portuguese. Because I was like, I'm going to make her say something in Portuguese. What do you want me to say in Portuguese? You could say, I guess not hi, my name is Lou. Because that's like easy. But like, yeah. what is something funny? Wait, you how do you say, say it? It's easy. <laughs> that's easy. No, it is easy. That um, sounds simple. It's like three um, words. Like what? Like, okay. Say um, your favorite food. Minha comida favorita is sushi. Oh my God, that's going to sound so beautiful in podcast <laughs> form. Like, I love podcast when you speak form. in Portuguese. Like, it's so good. Okay, so um, when did you decide that you wanted to come over here to America? Mm -hmm. And kind of what were the ideas? Also, by the way, Ralph is here. Ralph is... <laughs> it's my baby. Ralph is Luis's dog. He's three months old. Yeah. Yeah, and he has a squeak toy. So, you know, we can't really help that. So if you <laughs> yeah. hear that, um, that's the why. But um, why did yeah. you decide to come over? And kind of what were the ideas you had about America yeah. before you got over here? Um, So my mom moved to the United States when I was turning 11. So she divorced my dad, and she decided to pack all her stuff and leave. Um, and in the meantime, I stayed living with my dad in Brazil, and I would come to America like pretty much every six months or like every year at first it was like every year then every six months to visit my mom and see her for a while um so but before coming here I guess my impression of America was very like mean girls and I was actually very self-conscious coming here because I remember they say something about having a big butt and that was bad and I was very self-conscious <laughs> moving and here. And now everyone's injecting themselves. <laughs> and you now know everyone's that. injecting themselves. Yeah. But my perception of it was very like, oh, and it was just like, America was very resumed to me in Disneyland, New York, and LA. That's pretty much all I knew about it. But I would always visit her and get a little bit of the taste of it, but I never really wanted to move because I had a very set path that I was supposed to do in Brazil. I was supposed to go to med school there, was in this relationship that I thought I was gonna marry the guy, whatever, all this stuff. And 
when I was 16th, I came to spend Christmas with my mom and I was supposed to live to leave back to Brazil on January 4th. And I remember in January 2nd, I just woke up and it was like everything in my body was just telling me just like, just stay. So I didn't plan on moving here. I was just visiting, just passing by, was supposed to come back, had plans when I was meant to go back. And I just had to call my dad and my, at the time, boyfriend and my friends and just tell them like, hey, sorry, um, I decided to stay. I'll never be coming back. Sorry. I'll never come back. <laughs> yeah, which was very weird at first and was kind of painful, I guess, for everyone. But I just felt like I know exactly how my life, I was about to enter my senior in high school there. So that's why I was like, oh my God, like after this, like I'll be going to college. Am I ever going to live with my mom again? Because I'll be going to college in Brazil, etc. So I knew exactly how my life was meant to go in Brazil. But there was also always that possibility like, oh, what if you stay though? Like what could happen? So I, out of nowhere, just woke up and I was like, I'm just gonna give it a year. I'm gonna stay here for a year, go to school. And after a year, I'll decide. But I, even when I decided, I was like, I'll probably just You're like, stay. I'm living here yeah, forever. Yeah, I'm living here forever. So that was pretty much, it was just a feeling of like, I want to know the unknown because I know what would happen there. And if stuff ever went wrong here, I know I can always you go home. You have a chance to go back. Exactly. Sorry, Ralph just um, busted out my whole living room and <laughs> knocked some water <laughs> bottles off the counter. Anyway, so when you got over here, you just kind of knew that that was the feeling and you were like, I'm going to want to yeah. um, stay here, whatever. So you yeah. went through high school here. Well, you went I, through your senior year. My half of junior year and then senior year. Yeah. So... I met Lou like fresh coming here to America, which I didn't know because when she had told me like, oh, like I went to high school here in Arizona, whatever, I met her in sorority recruitment. And right away I was like, oh my God, she's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> like you just were so like pure and cute. So brown and boring. Yes. My accent at the time, oh my God. Was so thick. Like so I remember thick. talking to her being like, I don't even know what she's saying and I love it. Like this is what <laughs> I'm here for. Like I met her in sorority recruitment. I thought she was great. And I feel like it's so cool having been your friend from your freshman year, like going until now. Um, what year are you again? You're a senior. I'm a senior You're now. You're a senior. I was like, wild. we're only one year apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy seeing you go from freshman year to senior year just because like you've had so much growth and it's been so crazy. Um, but yeah, I wanted to kind of touch on your life in Brazil compared to here like what would you say the main things that you've seen a big the biggest difference in I feel like the biggest difference honestly is people um that's just I kind of knew that coming to America that Americans just like the reputation was of being colder just like not as touchy as Latinos are I think and that was something that at first I wasn't very used to, but that's the main thing. Like people in Brazil are just very warm and very loud and, and here everyone's like calm, like tone it down a bit. Um, so that was a big difference, but at first I thought I wouldn't like it, but now I love it because at the same time, people here are much more honest. Brazilians want, believe it or not, they have this thing of stabbing other Brazilians in the back type thing. Just like, like, like you're very warm, but you're also, you know, the you're opposite. Shady. You're like you're faced. very shady. Yes. Okay. Which I, that's, I think that was the main thing. And like also food. Um, I miss Brazilian food. That's 
the main you like, always talk about Brazilian i always talk food. about brazilian food it's just like the best thing ever um but also i think the main thing to be honest i keep just saying the main thing everything oh my god but the main main thing though is that in brazil there is a insane economic difference like social classes so it's either you're very very rich or you're very very poor there's not really in between and to be really financially stable and do the things you want you have to either be a doctor or a lawyer or a business person and you can't just do art or fashion which i guess i There's do today two different extremes basically it's yes. like you're either doing this and you're going to be successful or stay or you're like struggling forever pretty much yeah yeah you and talked a little bit about like how when you were coming over here, it was kind of like you when you looked at America, you were like, oh, like the mean girls or whatever. Yeah. And just being like more self-conscious and stuff. I talked to you a little bit because I definitely wanted to touch on like yes. body positivity and self-confidence. So starting when you came over here, how what made you take Instagram a little bit more seriously? For those of you who don't know, Louisa does Instagram and YouTube and she's a blogger and she like is the cutest. So you have to follow her on Instagram. But, um, she came over here and basically like started doing Instagram, like posting yeah. on Instagram, basically like doing you. fashion. <laughs> so you are how I started. What do you mean? I don't know, but you I always, mean, loved I always fashion. loved, always. Yeah. That's the thing. So if you asked me when I was like, 10, 12, you know, what's your dream, like, job, career, I would say, oh, I'm going to go to med school, da-da-da. However, if I could have my dream job, it would be within fashion. So when I came here, I went to school for pre-med. That's when we met, recruitment. And then I always liked taking photos, right? Like, always, like, loved taking photos of myself and just posting it, trying on new things. And then when I met you, you did this for a living already. And like, we just did it a lot together. And then one day people wanted to give me clothes for free. And I was like, OMG. So that was very exciting. But what people don't really see is that there is a big downside to it, which is, yes, like you want all the perks, right? Like you want, oh, you want the clothes, you want the cute photos, whatever. But you forget that when you do that, you're also exposing yourself to a lot more hate. And we talked about about this and kind of wanted to talk about it. But it's just being on social media overall. You're just putting yourself out there to let other people comment. And you're opening yourself up to criticism, basically. Exactly. It's like yes. you really you have like a love for fashion and taking photos and modeling and doing all that stuff but I think that when you make a name for yourself and you get like cloud or followers or whatever off of your body and the way that you look it's like it opens people up to be able to comment on those things because that's what you're marketing yes. yourself for and it can be quite stressful too especially because I choose what I post, so you don't see necessarily who I am or what I've been through in this area, and like kind of talked about it, but like growing up, I struggled, especially like my teenage years, I think, right after my mom left to America and until the point I really moved here, I struggled a lot of my self-image, I went through, you know, periods of just eating disorders and bulimia and all that bad stuff that we hate. Like no. just we hate <laughs> like She's we just like, hate having we it. hate believing it. <laughs> we hate having it. No, <laughs> I I think you know, that that's like, really important because it's like we have 
such prominent images on Instagram yes. and you have like a very like youthful, fun, like positive vibe on Instagram. And a lot of times people look at just the face or just yes. the content and they take it at face value versus like people really don't know a lot of your story. Like me and Louisa have talked for like hours and hours on yeah. end about just like so many different things and the things that you've struggled with, like back in Brazil, like people, like I said, they don't even know that, you're from Brazil. Yeah. You didn't grow up here. They just look at you and they're like, oh my God, Instagram baddie. Um, and you have all of this confidence and whatever, yeah. but really like you've had literal eating disorders. You yes. struggled with like yes. depression, like all of those things. And that's like super important for people to realize yeah. just because it's so easy to judge without knowing all of that. Absolutely. And it's also when people, I don't think people understand how the weight of their words and their comments sometimes like when people comment on something or even when people say like oh my god like you're too skinny or did you gain a little bit of weight they don't understand that like yeah okay I'm putting myself out there and I'm exposing myself to this but you also don't know how that can affect other people that's actually one of the reasons why I decided to move to America when I did I had the opportunity for years but always said no I was just gonna stay in Brazil and I was just struggling very hard with it um, my eating disorder just my self-image and just being happy overall I just wasn't very happy um, obviously I'm going through all this stuff and I told you that like came to a point that I tried taking my own life and then when I moved here do you want to talk about that a little bit more do you it, feel because yeah. I feel like it would be helpful just for some people to, cause that's like such a big thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's a huge part of like your story oh, and your life. Like that's a huge turning point. And I think that that would be like important to yeah. share if you feel like kind of explaining yeah. kind of like where your headspace was at. Also, this is a trigger warning for anyone who deals with depression or yeah. like suicide or anything like that. But I really, really wanted you on this podcast mm -hmm. specifically for that, because you're like the prime example of someone who looks like you have your life together. together and a lot yeah. of times people say with people on Instagram, it's like you have everything handed to you and your parents <laughs> did that for you. You know, people mm -hmm. look at yeah. us and they're like, you, you have it so easy. You have this and that's not the case. So I definitely want to kind of talk about like your headspace during that time. Yeah. Kind of how did you end up to the point where it was like, okay, like I'm going to take I'm my better. own life. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I think a lot of it started like just childhood, just like traumas overall. But once my mom moved, I think that I was a little teenager about to go through, you know, puberty and all that. And I just didn't hit, have a female image to look up to. So instead, I attached myself to a very abusive relationship and just not having someone to really talk to, like someone older, like a mom or, you know, someone on that space. And my dad's extremely religious, but not the type that... It's just like, oh, religious, he's is the type that is religious, but he doesn't believe in any other type of medicine or, like, psychology. It's bullshit to him, pretty much. Yeah. Like, like why would you go to a psychologist? Just pray. Like, and therapy. I'm, like, yeah, why yeah, are you going why to therapy? Would you, do you just therapy. need God. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just, like, telling my dad that I wasn't feeling good, you know, that I just wanted to talk to someone and he was always like just go read the bible why would you need to talk to someone and but for me and I would but I'm like I'm still feeling so horrible because though. depression is a chemical imbalance yes in your is. brain exactly. so you do need exactly help. like yeah. I would need help um but it just really started as of just 
oh, let me compensate for whatever is wrong with my life by just being very skinny. That's how it started in my mind. I'm like, oh, if I feel beautiful, then that'll be fine. If you I'm know? skinny, then exactly. It's fine. Like if I feel like that, that's fine. And so it just started with me like slowly cutting out, just like, oh, I'm not gonna eat this, like barely eat anything. And then it got to the point that I was obviously because I wasn't eating anything, it would get to a point that I was very hungry, so I would eat a lot. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm just going to throw up because then that's fine. You because know, like, then it's zero. Exactly. Then it, the number goes back to zero. But what I actually ended up doing was really denourishing my body to the point that I didn't have, I guess, enough food in my brain just really think straight. And I would just have a lot of panic attacks. I would have a lot of anxiety. And I wouldn't show that to anyone, though. i always been the type of person is if I'm out there, like – I'm going to act like, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing great. Don't need your help type thing. But then I would get home and everything that was just building up throughout the day would hit me. And it started for me just having panic attacks and pulling my hair out and whatever. And just saying very hurtful things to myself, too. Like, I remember just looking in the mirror crying and being like, you're horrible. You're ugly. No one likes you. And just selling those things to myself and feeding into it. And that went on for about, like, two years until there was there was a couple of times that I actually started taking my life. I'm like, well, but she's <laughs> laughing about it. She deals with trauma and very different. Yeah, I know. I laugh when I get she stressed. laughs when she's uncomfortable. So she's yes. not laughing yes, about I'm not laughing the actual act. I don't um, know if you can tell, but like I'm just like it's when no, I get nervous. And also me and you have had like actual private conversations yes, about this about so it. i don't want anyone to think like I'm chuckling with her. Yeah, I've already like, I do already know these things. Yes. But which is why I was like, Lou, do you feel yeah. comfortable sharing? And, but, I, and yeah. I also went through like a big process of also coming back from it, which made it so much easier for me to openly talk about it. And like for me, as long as I feel like it's going to help someone, then I have no issue sharing my story. But yeah, I got to the point that one day I just remember having a bad panic attack and it's kind of like a blackout in my head. But all I remember was just like, you just need to leave. Like you need to go, just go leave but actually you know like yeah. die yeah like, don't like that nice yeah, I get nervous I start it's very interesting for me to even remember because the headspace I'm at today I'm like you don't want to think of yourself in that light yeah I'm it's just like almost like weird for me to think of myself I'm like oh my god like one day you actually said those very mean things for yourself but yeah and then one day I was just home my parents were gone and I just decided, you know, to try and take my own life. Failed terribly at it while, while I'm still here. Um, thank God. But I remember after that, what happened was my best friend came over and she walked in my room and just found me passed out. And she was like, what's going on? And I kind of told her a little bit of what I was going through. And she just had a cousin at a time that had graduated in psychology. And she's like, I know your dad won't take you, but you should at least talk to her. And talking to her, I kind of ended up finding that I have a personality disorder just caused by like trauma as a kid. But anyways, I was still very unhappy, but like, I was like, okay, you're not going to do this again. You're just going to try to live and try to be happy, which was around the time I traveled here to see my mom and I decided to stay. And I, that was a big reason because I just felt like I had so much past and trauma following me around in Brazil that I felt like I couldn't get rid of it. And it was just consuming me until I moved. I was like, okay, fresh start, fresh page. No one in your school knows anything about you. Like, no, it's a fresh fresh start 
And but, there's no negativity over here yet. Like you can just yes. be. And I thought I could just ignore it. I thought I could just like shut the door on it and be fine. And I was for a while until one day, my mom could tell you this, but I had a horrible panic attack that I fully blacked out on it. Don't remember a single thing. And she, when I kind of snapped back from it, she was crying. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, why did you never tell me you went through all those things? So apparently I went through a panic attack and just told her, like, you weren't there when I tried to kill myself. You weren't there when I was throwing up. I just, like, let it all out to her, which was a big hit on her. And she actually ended up calling the crisis team on me. What is the crisis team? It's like... It's like like a firefighter type thing and like counselors and they oh, come like to, to your help home. You. Yes, and they come to your home and if they feel like you're unstable enough, they'll take you to like a facility. Oh, it's kind of like if you like 5150 someone. It's that's like where you can take someone without them like consenting exactly. to put them into yes. somewhere. Okay, yeah. So my mom called those people in my house. She's to like, to me. this girl's losing it. I know. Because she was just like, I didn't know anything about you in this way. I felt like she just felt very distant from me. Um, but being able to talk to them, I didn't go to a facility. I was, you know, I was just like, I just had a panic attack. So leave me alone. You know, it's fine. <laughs> but what really changed for me was after that year was going to college and just, I started to feel better, like as in my home, because also my mom and my sister, um, found out about all of this. So they actually kept a big eye on me. Like they would have always be watching me and what I'm doing if I started to cry they'll literally come sit with me until I went to bed so they were very caring um in the in present in a way I guess my dad wasn't able to be growing up but like it's not his fault it just works a lot but what really changed for me was when I went to college and I finally got out of the house I still had a lot of anxiety I still feel depressed whatever I still had a lot of like self-image issues um but then I met Wes, which is so like, oh my God. Oh my God, oh my God she has oh a boyfriend. No way. But it's just, um, that's one thing that like I tell him like why he means so much to me. It's because once I met him, weirdly enough, he taught me how to love myself. And it's every time I would say something mean to me, a lot of people would just be like, stop, like you're not ugly. That's what people say, right? And he would just get mad. And he's like, why would you say this to yourself? Like you should be telling yourself the opposite. And he really worked with me on my self-confidence and self-love. And, you know, we know the whole thing, like getting to meditation and all of it. And I also think one of the things is, is like with him helping you, I think a lot of times people who struggle with self-confidence or self-love or depression and stuff like that, a lot of times it's you don't like yourself, so you believe that others will yeah. also not like you. Like, you don't love yourself, so you think I'm not lovable by others. Yeah. So once you receive, like, that kind yeah. of, like, love and affirmation, you're like, oh, yeah, hold no, on. Like, him, people care. It's just because he loved me so in a, such a pure manner. And the thing is, we weren't, I mean, Mormon today. Yeah, we're friends. But we were best first. friends before anything ever happened for like months. And I, he was the first person that I actually was able to like talk about my traumas and like put all of this out to someone outside my family. And he knew all of it. And, and he still treated me amazingly and just loved me unconditionally. And I was like, how you, this amazing person, can love someone like me like this. And then I was like, wait a minute, maybe you should love yourself too. Like he's so awesome and yeah. he loves you. And yeah. What I would you, for like anyone who's kind of in the same mindset, you know, struggling with different body images, like 
loving themselves in that way or even just struggling with depression obviously like I've struggled with depression in the past and I think that every girl especially in today's society with like these 13 year olds on TikTok that look like they're 25 like it's very easy to see other people's like body and looks and want to look that way what would you like tell someone who kind of feels the way that you did at the time like if someone were to have come into your life at that time when you felt like that what, what would, would they, they have needed to say to you to, to help me. you? That you have to understand that you can be either your worst enemy or you can be your bestest friend. You can choose to be both. You can kind of just be me to you. You know, you either really hate yourself or you love yourself. It's, it's not really in between. And what I wish someone would have told me is that being different is beautiful and that's one thing it's most people just look at social media and they think they should be looking a certain way or they should be doing you know oh I should have this latest haircut or I should have that waist or I should have those boobs like I grew up extremely self-confident about my boobs because everyone had you know like teenage girls were like developing their boobs and I was like patting my bra and like (laughs) toilet paper like we're not getting school type stuff but I was just very very self-confident about it and then I understood that like being different is beautiful and you are unique and the minute you start appreciating yourself others will appreciate you too because that's one thing once I actually started to hold myself in a higher position and just like no stop saying those things yourself you're beautiful you're enough you're worth it all these affirmations I realized that I started hearing that more from other people and how should they say like people are a reflection of you so the way you hold yourself up everyone else would treat you the same. But if you treat yourself like crap, don't expect the others to treat you nicely. And that's one thing, it's just know your worth, really. It sounds so like just, but seriously, like there's no one else in this world that looks like you. And that's freaking cool. Yeah, I say that all the time. Like I feel like with me, it's like I've always wanted to be like, oh, I wanna have this person's life or I want this money or this whatever. And it's like, no one's ever going to be in the position and be the person mm-hmm. that you are today. No, like, no one's going to have your heart. No one's going to have your experience and your stories. And I'm a firm believer that everyone comes into this world with a purpose and a mission. And you might find out what yours is or you might still figuring that out. It doesn't matter to your own timing, but everyone has a different purpose and a different mission, meaning why would we have people doing the same thing? Why would people just be the same? Imagine if everyone looked the same. What's the fun in that? So it's just about seeing your own beauty and see it from within first because it it really radiates. And it's really weird because there will be days that I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, like, no. But it's because I'm not in a good mood. And days that I'm just happy and I might have like no makeup on or anything. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And like, I see myself different in the same way when I meet someone, I might think a girl's gorgeous. And then I talk to her for a second. I'm like, oh no, I think you're ugly now. You just have a (laughs) not that personality. Or someone I might look, I'm like, wouldn't necessarily catch my eye immediately. And then I talk to that person and I just really though, like visually see her as stunning. And that's the thing, you gotta shine from within and that will reflect on the outside yeah I love that you said to really carry yourself because I think that it really is so true like 
I think back to different points in my life when I was treating myself negatively and I'm like, well, no wonder my life was going so bad because all I was doing was feeding myself negativity. So the second you kind of start to turn that around and give yourself the positive like affirmations that you need are when I feel like your life will align with that it's really difficult to maneuver just because like obviously depression and anxiety and body image all that stuff is very mental so it's hard to get away from like in your head but it's one of those things you definitely have to learn to switch yes no it's it's all about what you choose to focus on and that's about literally anything in your life and your whole life will really be based on what you choose to focus on. And you're probably like, oh, but I can't get this out of my head. I can't get this feeling out of my head. I understand where you're coming from. However, there are so many things in a day that you forget, right? That you're like, oh my God, forgot to do this. Oh my God, forgot to do that. Forgot their name, whatever. You know why? Because you didn't choose to focus on that. So that thought, it just went away past your head. It went away. So when you have a negative thought, and that's something I practice on a daily basis, like when I have a negative thought, I'm like, go away and immediately try to focus on something good and something positive. And it is definitely a workout and a mental exercise to do that. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. So anytime you're going to say something mean to yourself, just hold on, just take a deep breath and then change that and then find something you love about you and be like, instead of saying that, and it's, speaking things into existence so just choose what you want to focus on and catch yourself when you start to have a negative feeling and try to shift that just try to hold on and that's like a a quote it's like if you hold on on a thought for 17 seconds like it's 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 weird It, it changes your reality type thing so it's it's like positive thoughts, you mean? Like yes. Like you hold on yes. to a positive so, thought. Exactly. So hold on to that positive thought for 17 seconds. And if you want to extend it to a minute, technically, it's like you're manifesting that into your life. So that's one thing I really try to do. Like even Ralph, when he's being crazy, I'm, and I'm like, oh, you're like, I want to just, you know, you're not being the greatest person. I'm like, no, you are a good dog. You're learning, you know, like just trying to focus and manifest him to be good. You give positive affirmations to Ralph. I do positive affirmations to Ralph every morning. We look in the mirror and we tell ourselves how beautiful, how patient, how kind we are. I actually <laughs> wanted you to like read something. Like, don't you have don't you have an affirmation that you say in the morning? Like, what yes. do you say? It's pretty much because I okay. oh, I thought it was good. Yes. So pretty much, me and Ralph every morning. <laughs> I just hold him. The dog. The, the dog, dog. By the way, yes. <laughs> me and Ralph. If you didn't know, my baby, my child. Um, we look in the mirror every morning and we start with what we can immediately see. So what I find it easy is starting with something physical and then going deep, you know, and I was going to stand there and be like, you are a magnet. No, like first I'm like, you're beautiful, you know, like you're beautiful. And then it goes to, you're very smart, you're patient, you're kind, you're healer. We're here to heal people. We're here to heal the world. You're a magnet for love and you spread love. You're a magnet for money and money comes easily to you. That's not something you should be worrying about. And believe me, that actually changed my life. Just like saying that, you know, the universe takes care of it. And then we go, you know, whatever we're kind of feeling into the day. And we just always ask for guidance and patience and love throughout that day. And no matter what we respond to, no matter what comes our way, we can deal with it through love. We don't have to turn to hate. We don't have to turn to jealousy. We can deal with things through love. And 
that's really the only way we're gonna fix society one day is just everyone just stops and know that it's not a competition it's not you're only competing against yourself like at the end of the day you're the one person that gets to sleep with you and be in your head no one's thinking about you like no one's caring about what you're going through so if you're not there for yourself like who's going to so you just have to know that you're your best friend and like yeah I always say that to people when people ask me for different advice about like oh like how do you get out of a breakup or how do you do this and I'm like you have to realize that like you're the only person also like I think when it comes to I really want to talk about this also next um just about like your passions and goals and things that you want to do like I can sit here all day long and be like, oh my gosh, Lou, like I want to be an astronaut and you're not going (laughs) to care. You know what I'm saying? Like I can tell you how excited I am about all of these things that I want to do. And it's like a friend will be like excited for you, but they're never going to like push you to do that as much as you will. So I think it's really just about, and it's the same with like self-love. It's like you can seek validation in other people, but they're never going to make you feel the way that you can because it's your body and like your mind and stuff. Um, I, you kind of touched on this a little bit talking about what you were, uh, wanting to major in and all of that kind of stuff. So when you got to ASU, you were a biomed major and you were like, I'm gonna, I like met you and I was like, look at this hot little Brazilian girl. She's so cute. And she's like, I'm going to be a surgeon. And I was (laughs) like, okay, well, like I'm very confused. (laughs) But a lot of people don't know that like, you're like super smart. You're like a closeted genius. I just really, I think anyone can do that. It's just about learning how or studying how to study and studying effectively. Um, I guess because my whole life I wanted to be a surgeon. I just knew that I wanted, I needed to study a lot. So high school, I just really programmed my brain to be fast learner. But yeah, I, it's, it's funny because I did have a better GPA on pre-med than I do as a fashion major. So there's, it's not it's not that big of a difference. It's like 0.2 difference. It's like a 4.2 to it's a 4.0 like now. It's like a 3.98. <laughs> Literally, though. Like, I remember you being a biomed major and, like, being the smartest person ever. And then she would just, like, always talk to me. Like, she had done Instagram and photos and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, I just, like, I want to do fashion. That's, and it's been I my actual love, passion. passion yeah, yeah, like, that was something you really loved for a long time. And I was like, well, then, like if you like fashion, then you then should do fashion. fashion. Like you should switch to fashion and you did. So how did you kind of come to that decision? And like, what would you say for someone who like wants, cause I think a lot of a people, people yeah. want to pursue fashion or even like anything, anything, but they don't feel like not they can. that traditional too, because the big thing, it's like parents, right? So what parent they're paying for your college or they're signing off on your loan, like in my case. So it's like, well, why would I waste $100,000 for you to learn how to sew clothes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which valid. I get it. But um, for me, switching was just I was very unhappy and I knew what I like to do. I always like to dress up. And when I say I like fashion, I really like fashion as a way. I see fashion as art necessarily because I think it's how you choose to just 
paint your canvas daily and show yourself to the world. So that's why I don't think I have a specific style. I'm just always trying new things. And we always talked about that, how like I go crazy latex dress, yes. <laughs> like yes. stuff, stuff like, like that. that. But it's because I, I see it as, you know, a lot of experimentation and just self-expression. Um, so that's been my biggest passion, I think, since I was very young. I just loved it. Um, also love taking photos. No way, really. Yeah, but like, we were I'm, both like born the same. Like I know. photos and videos of me when I was younger. I'm yes. like, I'm a model. And I'm yes. like five. Like, please actually shut your mouth. Exactly. But like, it's like, that's how you know someone has like a passion see, for that kind of thing. thing. So but see, everyone has that. Like they have a passion for something as a kid that they absolutely love. But when you grow up, you get discouraged by it. And... If you think about it, actually, the most successful people in this world, they actually didn't go to college. And if they did, they did something crazy that they actually wanted to do. And they followed their childhood passion. And it's like we get in our head that making an income is more important than being happy with what you're doing. And that's wrong because once you're happy with what you're doing, then comes just a part of it. It would just come. Like, it would take care of it if you love what you do. So if you're feeling stuck, just you listening, if you're feeling stuck, follow what your heart's telling you. Like, let the kid in you, like, make the kid inside of you happy. That's one thing. How did you know that you needed to switch over, though? Like, what was that, it that you were like, I have to switch over? Well, Obviously, the, you were unhappy. Yeah, the breaking point for me was a biology lab I went, and we were doing statistics on it. And I was just so frustrated of how dumb my major was. And it's funny, because it was pre-mad, but it was just dumb, because... I'm like, why are we learning this now? Like, we learned this 500 times in high school. Like, what is going on? And I was just so frustrated. It was like four hours of just dealing with numbers on a biology lab. And I was just very frustrated and crying. And I remember I had to take a photo that day. And I was like, but that's what I want to do. So I was very mad. And I just called my dad. And I was like, dad, what do you do if you're not happy with your major? And he's like, you switch it. And I'm like really <laughs> so I was like why would you switch it to and I was like I want to do fashion but like is that like too you know like oh fashion and my mom was extremely against of it like at first like no one really in my family not even Wes really supported me switching my major um everyone was like but you gotta think about your future you gotta think about you know like as a surgeon it's for sure you're gonna make money at least as like a pre-med person you're for sure gonna be fine why would you switch it to something so crazy and I was like, it's because I love it. And like, I don't care. Like, if it goes wrong, you know, what? it goes wrong. Like, I'll figure it out. But I was, no one really supported me. And it's funny because today my mom's like, oh, my God, how'd you make this life for yourself? And I'm like, because I did what I loved. That's exactly why. Because I would not have nearly the life I have today and be as happy if I was doing pre-med. I would just be miserable and doing something to prove my parents something but that's your life. When you're going to college, that is your life. Like, I know you want to make them happy, but at the end of the day, they'll probably die before you and you're going to be left with that degree that you hate. That's so true. Exactly. So it's true. your life. So go do what you want to do. But as for goals, I just want to be happy, man. <laughs> like, I just want to, 
I think I'm a very creative person, but I'm very inconsistent, which yeah. is why my feed's a mess. <laughs> it's always different. I, I also just think like you're very free spirited yeah. and you're very like go with the flow, which isn't a bad quality to have. I'm like very, very structured and yeah. organized. And I wish I was more like, oh, I'll just See, do I this. I wish I was more organized. And we need, we'll give each other some tips like <laughs> yeah. later on, on how to be. But it's just like it's it's just really different because it's like you are very free spirited, but that's good because it's like you've, the more you experiment with like what goals you want to do mm-hmm. and where you want to go in life, you figure out what you don't want and what you yeah. do want. And that's I, the only way, like failure is the only way yes. to figure appreciate out what's good for you. your failures. And it's, yeah, just appreciate your failures. I remember I learned this in high school, actually. Um, I missed in a question exam and I was very frustrated. It was one question, but I was really frustrated that I missed that one. And I remember that my dad told me, he's like, yeah, but now you're never going to not know that answer. Like now, and I remember up to this day, that answer. And that's the thing. It's like, just learn from your mistakes. No, they're there for a reason. And, you know, learn from them so they don't happen again. And as I, I just know for my future, I just always want to create regardless of what it is. It could be photo content. It could be digital content. It could be video painting. I love painting. It could be honestly writing music one day. I don't know. I make music up in my head all the time. She's actually the next pop sensation. (laughs) Yes. Watch out for me. I'm practicing with the microphone. (laughs) Yeah. She's practicing right now on this podcast, holding the microphone. Oh, we woke woke Ralph up. Oops. Hello, Ralph. Um, but yeah, I just know that I would love one day, and I think I told you that, I would love to be a motivational speaker one day. Dude. I would love to travel the world and just talk to kids. Well, one, Louisa loves to talk, which is why I was like, um, duh, she's going to be a guest on the (laughs) podcast because she loves to talk. But also, like I've said like 50,000 times, I think that it's people who have really like gone through all different phases of their life that are like able to give different advice to people and like really speak to people in a different way. Because if like someone has and not to say that people who have like had it handed to them or whatever don't have struggles because they do, but it's really hard to relate to a lot of other people who Mm. struggle with that. Um, And especially like literally coming from Brazil and living here and fitting in, I guess with society, but actually not because you really are your own unique person and (laughs) your own breed. You're your own. You're something else, Louisa. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really it's, it's so hard like in our society to not conform to what other people are doing or to kind of blend in, but also be your own. Yeah. And that comes with like a lot of like self-confidence and stuff. Do you have any self-confidence like tips or advice that you would give to someone who's kind of struggling with that? Well, you know that we talked about how it's a very simple phrase, but that actually really helped me honestly, just coming out of everything. I would look myself in the mirror every day and tell myself I'm the sun um, which is why I had it, I have a tat, like a sun tattooed on my ribs. But I would tell myself that it's because what is the sun, right? Sun's the brightest star, first off, like in our galaxy. The sun's the brightest star. The sun has its own light. The moon reflects the sunlight. And there's a lot of people that are moons over there. And they trying to 
reflect what other people are doing but the sun has its own light i like that there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of moons yeah, out here they're trying to take your light exactly no there is and they're you know and they go through phases and <laughs> <laughs> i'm dying i'm no, dying with the moon pun okay yes. yeah yeah <laughs> moon pun but i'll tell myself i'm the sun um and that really helped me to just know that my like my light no one has that like no one has the light i do they have different ones, but they don't have mine. And just knowing that what is the sun? The sun makes people warm. The sun makes things grow and the sun sustains life. And that's what I want to be and be perceived as. So I actually, and really words have power. Um, we talked about this earlier, but that was a phrase that I use up to this day. And it really does help me. And it's just knowing that it's the way you hold yourself and you're beautiful in your own way and you have to also think and that's one thing I realized that the people that also seem the most confident out there on social media they're comparing yourself to they're actually the most insecure ones like in fact in real life a lot of people deal with it by you know doing thousands of things to make them feel prettier or whatnot and it's not about that it's like you you know it's just know it's not really about what's on the outside as long as you're good on the inside as long as you're positive exactly. or lifting others and up exactly yeah. like a radiant person and like that will change how people see you and how you see yourself and that can translate into your physical appearance as well at least I don't know, like even my, the other day I told you like quarantine, I was going crazy breaking out and I was like, what's going on in my skin? It's never been so horrible. And I remember that what I was doing is I was looking every day in the mirror and be like, oh my God, you have so many pimples and like your skin's so bad right now and just trying to fix it. And then I realized, I was like, uh-oh, wait, what are you saying to yourself every day? So I actually stopped and I was like, your skin's beautiful. Look at how glowy she is. Yeah, you got some pimples, but look at how beautiful she is. And interestingly enough, my skin cleared up in a week after months. And that's really weird. And, but in, <laughs> and it's like, also like focusing, like you said, like on, the on good. what you want to listen to. It's like, yeah, I got a, I got a little problems here and there, but this is what's good but about me. You know, so focus, yeah. focus on the good. No that you are worth it and the you're the only one that can take you where you want to go and just do it for yourself my whole family my boyfriend everyone was like oh my god no don't switch stay pre-med and I was like no I will and if I had listened to everyone and deny my own feelings and not listening to my heart I would be very unhappy and probably would not be sitting here right now doing a podcast talking about this because I said you know what I trust your gut like you are given a gut like an instinct for a reason trust your gut trust yourself and know that you can have really anything you want in life it might take time it might take work but just have focus and every day and, and believe not, in yourself believe too. in yourself know that, that's what I'm saying. know that you're capable and it's also like know where you want for your future but don't overthink about it know what you want and where you want to go but don't stress yourself like oh my god so many steps to get there no what i do is every day wake up what can you do today that's going to get you closer to your goals and it's the best you can do today for what you can do and become a better person so it's just every day be your best version get one step closer to what you want to do and just know that god the universe the light whatever you want to call it has got your back as long as you're being truthful. Exactly. Yes. If you're being truthful, you're being loving. It's, it's got your back. 
with that being said about your future what's next for you louisa (laughs) no you are a senior in college you're a fashion major do you ever want to start your own brand do you want to like what do you kind of obviously like i hate when people say what do you where do you see yourself in five years so i'm not asking you that i'm just saying like do you ever want to start a brand do you want to get married do you want to have kids what's happening well, she has Ralph. She has one kid right now. I have one baby right now. He's perfect. Um, he did cure my baby fever because I used to really want babies, and I'm like, no, actually, never mind. You're like, I, I have, have a Ralph. dog. I have a dog. That's a lot already. Um, but yes, Wesley, if you're hearing this, I do want to get married. <laughs> uh, hi, Wesley. If you're listening to the podcast, she has an empty space on her left hand <laughs> ring finger, and she would like it to be fulfilled. No, okay. With like a carrot or two. I'm <laughs> I hate you. I'm joking. Okay. But I, my biggest dream, dream in life is to be a mom and have a family just because I want to raise my kids to be the best version of themselves and just be themselves. Like, I just learned so much my own journey that I know what someone could have told me then. So I'm just excited, you know, to raise amazing humans that are going to change this world one day you know like I'm very excited for that I'm looking forward to it but obviously going to wait a few years for it definitely want to get married before um I do want to have my own brand eventually I love fashion and all however at the same time I don't know if I want all the responsibility comes with owning your own brand I love being creative and designing but honestly if I could have like a dream 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 I would just live at the beach and paint in front of the ocean and just sell my art on Etsy. Like that would be Okay, so she went from like be your own boss, like let's do this to like I just want kids and I'm gonna paint and sell it on Etsy. Which you know what? I love that. I feel like that literally fits you. Like that literally fits who you are as a person. Exactly. Because like but see, like I love both and I don't deny any side of me. Like I know it has so many I'm an onion. I have a lot of layers. She's <laughs> quoting Shrek. No. If you guys were wondering, that's actually from Shrek. <laughs> She's snorting. <laughs> Doesn't Donkey say that? Donkey totally says that to Shrek. No, Shrek says that because he's like, oh, because he's like, why can't you be a parfait? <laughs> Shrek saying, uh, ogres are like onions. We have layers. <laughs> I literally can't. Well, she has a lot of layers. Yes, yes. you have like one side of you that's like, that's I am dressed in Gucci, yeah. Louis, Fendi, yeah. and I need like eight carrots on New my left York finger. Fashion week type stuff, but also give me just a little boat in the beach, and you know, just my kids running around but I think all has time so immediately probably after college I do want to start a business just because I want to have a stable me and Wes really want to have like a stable like silver silver income and a job so we can both just or he can actually quit his real job um I mean my job's real too but you know you know what I mean, it, I mean well yeah, but it's not I say real job too like I do Instagram and YouTube and all of that and then I'm like oh yeah my mom they have like a real job because <laughs> We have a very, we do have a real job. It's a job, but it's just not conventional, basically. It's not conventional, and it's also not guaranteed. That's the one thing. It's like, there are great moms, there are not so good moms, you know. As of him, he gets paid the same amount every week type thing. Um, So we want to do that, so I definitely... I'll probably open up a brand. I would like to have um, female clothes or more feminine clothes, masculine clothes, but I would also want to have a universal line 
that's just genderless i would love love to do that and do it sustainably that's one big thing in my head like going through school is if you're going to create something it has to be sustainable it has to give back you know it has to be perfect and good so we want to work on that eventually but hopefully by 30 i'll retire that's like my goal is to just go leave at the beach by 30 in and 10 years she's done guys you will not catch her out you will not she's see gonna me be out here anymore <laughs> yep i'll be no but i love that for you in jamaica i can't wait this is gonna be such an exciting life i'll follow you around you, you have to come i know <laughs> i know i'm gonna be at your wedding yeah i'll be there when you all are. your kids are born yes It'll oh my great. god i'm gonna cry Stop. oh my That's gosh i love louisa I'm so glad I had you on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like this conversation definitely opened up like who you are for a lot of other people. If you guys don't, you could follow her on Instagram. It's at Louisa P-I-O-U. Yeah, yeah, P-I-O-U. Go uh, follow her on Instagram. It'll be in the show notes down below. But also, um, you're super positive over there, like on stories. Yeah. And you talk about like so many different things. I try to just share. Like, I believe if God, the lie, universe, whatever you want to call it, gave me a platform, I should be using it for good and talking about things I truly believe in. So just knowing that there are a few people that will watch my things and if I can somehow make their day better and tell them something that, who knows, might, they might need to listen, then that's like a priority to me. It's just like my stories and it's just like good vibes, like meditation. She's such good vibes, good vibes which is why I wanted to get all the nitty gritty yeah. other details out in podcast yeah. form. So you don't have to be like on your Instagram stories talking about all these different yeah, things, but it's you know. super important. It's like but the good thing about Instagram stories that kind of like I can like redo when I have a laugh attack and I get nervous. Yeah. So when you're on podcast talking about <laughs> depression and bulimia and you're like yeah, chuckling, it's not as bad, <laughs> but that's who she oh is. God. She really, you are just like a bubbly fun person. So it's like weird to think that, yeah. you know, all those different things are part of your life, but you're super bubbly and happy and all of that so it's a good part i feel like it's a good part to share but i'm so happy i had you on the podcast thank you for it's having been me. like quite a while i hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this episode i always post these on my youtube channel so if you guys want to you guys can always go watch on my youtube um even if you guys listen to the podcast form you can always comment on my youtube who you guys want to see next. Like you can leave me comments on my YouTube just so that I have some way for you guys to like give me feedback and things like that. And I also have an Instagram, but all of that's in the description. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, of Lou. Course. I think it was great. We should definitely do another episode in the future because me yes. and Louisa talk for like, yeah, like a long time. So if you a guys long. loved having her on, then let me know and then we'll do another one in the future. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>